folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. <coughs> mm-hmm. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up, New Year's Eve weekend stylies? Ooh, Ooh. very nice. Very oh. reflective. Yes. Mm. New Year's Eve coming up. Mm. Coming up. Well, it's got you down, Jeff. Do we get into it? <laughs> well, I, Tim, I think it's the same thing that's got you down, my man. I'm talking SARS CoV 2, <laughs> the novel <laughs> coronavirus. So I think, Jeff, you're saying you're feeling kind of down in the dumps over the fact that you and your co host, Tim, have COVID. Yeah, yep. That's but physically. Physically, you're okay, but emotionally, you're just ba- feeling no, down. No, it's, it's those two contributing factors, I think, have together have me in the dumps. I see. Now, oh. if you can't guess yet, Tim and Jeff have COVID again, once again. Jeff, I'm sorry you're going through this. I, I, I want to send you a, a card or something and hope you pull through this hard time of you have, <laughs> you and also your co-host having COVID. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. feeling when. It looks like, Mike, you squeaked by. Despite- well, we're, we're not out of the woods yet. Oh, right. All right. Okay. So we, yeah, I'm out in LA still, and I was staying with Jeff. And uh, yesterday, Jeff woke up not feeling great, so he took a test. I went out to go do what I do, watch uh, international soccer <laughs> early in the morning. International soccer. <laughs> and then I got a text from Jeff saying he was positive. So I went back to his house, gathered my things, and went to the Hampton Inn Suites in Glendale. Ooh, you should have gone to the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know. But uh, this was after we'd done an in-person record and then yeah. gone out to dinner. A dinner, a, a dinner at which you sipped a martini I was drinking just to see how it tastes. Yeah, there was a lot of shared contact. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm so I'm testing I'm testing negative right now, but uh, you know that can change at any moment. Hey, as long as this podcast isn't testing negative, come on now. Yeah, this with is, the critics. This is testing positive. The the year end review is. The critics across the board said, yes, yes, yes. Positive. Those two little lines popped up on the test. Positive <laughs> reviews. Positive <laughs> reviews. Ugh. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, managing right now to dodge. You know what it is, Mike? I noticed this when, when, when we first got on this Zoom, you were eating an apple. Mm. Were you not? I was. It was really crunchy one. I think it was a Fiji. I and I think, a Fiji. And I, it made me say to myself, wow, Mike really eats of the earth. You know? <laughs> oh, sometimes, yeah. Because we went grocery shopping, and you picked out uh, a big, uh, sorry, not a big, a small watermelon, mm-hmm. a little thing of raspberries. Mm-hmm. I said, this guy, he eats like, he eats like Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I Jeff, so. you could be his Eve. <laughs> I could be. I could be. I also, the first thing I ate when I landed in uh, LA was a double-double cheeseburger, and uh, I I drank heavily, and I ate a bunch of chips. I'm looking at chips right now across the the room. That's the other thing. So I I had a bunch of groceries at Jeff's house, so I brought them with me because there were (laughs) things for me to eat. Chips chips are good for you. They're um, one of the best, uh, what is it, potato methods, potato formats, what did we call it? Execution (laughs) of potato? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the best. What What was it? Best... Form of potato. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best, it's one of the best forms of potato. Um, um but last, night, you, so Mike, last, oh yeah, go ahead. I was just that if uh, in along the lines of Hanford gets healthy, what's going to really blast you into good health for the new year will be. You mentioned to me you're going to do a polar plunge. I'm going to do a polar plunge on New Year's Day. That is the plan. Uh, now, Tim, you will be with me on New Year's Eve. 
Should you go to the polar plunge? That remains to be seen. That remains to be seen if I do it too. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows right now. Hmm. We're going to find out. Did we cover this on the pod? Did I bring up Tony? Uh, who's the motivational speaker? I can't Robin, think of. Robin? Tony oh, Robbins. Yeah, yeah. We did. He's, I think it was just the last one we talked about this. Hmm. Oh, we were drunk. <laughs> yeah, this is good recap, though. Or did we No, but we, t- we talked about this. No, we talked about this uh, on our own private. We're having that thing where it's like we on air, off air. Yeah. What's, what happens at dinner? What happens in the studio? You know? I don't, I don't know where Tim, the host, starts and ends. Yeah. Right. Right. They both say, I'll what say is that up? from the neck up, it's the host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Is that enough shit, Chad? Can we get into some booze news? Do we even have booze news? Yes. Do we hit it? Hit it. <laughs> what about the bip bip bip? I'm off my game. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Took me a minute. <laughs> I get it. Beautiful. I love string quartet versions of songs. Yeah. Give it up, string quartet was sent to us by Paul Burgess. And if you have a booze news theme, email to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. That was beautiful. Burgess, Burgess, you did it. You did did it. it. You knocked it out of the park finally. That is, I, I now I'm curious if Burgess did that on his like uh, keyboard or if he has a string quartet. It sounded it rich. It sounded real it to me, but you know, good. MIDI. You these days everything is 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 MIDI. Musical instrument digital interface. It took me a long time to realize what song that was. That's a uh, that's um, the trick of the string quartet. Well, sometimes it's saying something that when I heard it, I was like, "What is this? So like a Radiohead song?" I that's what I thought. Too. I, thought <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like I don't know what. Well, the composer, Tim Kelpakis, he is very Radiohead-esque. Yeah. Now, did did the composer write it for strings and just uh, ended up recording it with a band, yeah, or was it written he, he, for... He, was, he had to deal with what he what was at hand, which was <laughs> yeah. the drummer and dickhead drummer and bozo bass player. <laughs> at hand. Yikes. This is like how Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was originally written as a novel, but then he said, you know what? I think this just has to be a film. You know, I read it that has novel. To. So you were writing for cello and uh, yeah. viola. Mellow Jello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great good. work, Paul Burgess. And uh, that also reminds me, uh, we're coming out at the end of the year. We're doing our um, Burgers for Burgers pledge drive. <laughs> so everybody oh, perfect. Can, Get this man fed. See, see how many burgers you can eat and post it to Instagram. It all goes to <laughs> Paul Burgess. Who sent us <laughs> you want to talk about burgers for a second? I got something to talk to you about. Oh, God. So I'm learning. I, I got my Duolingo app. I'm learning Spanish. Doing okay. I got. See, I got. I wanted that. I got the Dua Lipa app, but you know, you continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I got to uh, the the section where I'm learning hamburger, <laughs> and uh, it's hamburger. There's a whole section. Uh, just a little <laughs> part of it's the, a week. the food lesson. It's the food ordering food lesson. Mm. Hamburguesa. But if you want a, f- you know, a fish burger or a fish whatever, it's hamburguesa de pescado. So, sure. but who? But that's such a funny thing. I think to be like a hamburger. Here's hamburger, fish. and uh, here's fish burger. Hmm. But we have fish sandwich. Yeah, but mm. I learned that too. 
Language is a tricky thing. I know. It felt like an, it felt like a tough early one to to do. Some of the early ones were water, milk, and bread. Those were pretty simple. Mm, The building blocks of life. And of course, course we all know passport is passaporte. Right. I'm I'm in a bunch of, in the travel section, there's a bunch of stuff that's like, bus, autobus, hotel, hotel, (laughs) bank, (laughs) bank (laughs) Like, it's a very easy segment for me. Duolingo, huh? That's that. That's cool. I want to do that. I was thinking about learning some Greek. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. That'd be good. Just in time for Greek week. I'm also curious. I want to, uh, I want to like do the Duolingo English and see like what they start English. People who want to speak English, what they start them out. Well, it's also just good to, you know, polish up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, you've been speaking it your whole life, but you never know what gaps you got to fill. It's been a while. I haven't brushed up on the fundamentals. Like, oh, it's, it's suitcase, not suitcase, for example. Yes, of course. Oh, it's a sedan. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we've told the suitcase story, right? Come on, regale us, Tim. Yeah, that my dad, as a joke, I intentionally taught me that a suitcase was a soup case. And I just said it. I said it. I said it until I was like 12. Until like junior high. <laughs> yeah. And now the sedan side of things is, Jeff, you don't like the word sedan. No, 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 no. We were joking about the words that people hate, like moist. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we were just kind of coming up with like, what are some weird words that people might not like? And we decided like, ooh, month. Ooh, sedan. Oh, that was a sketch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, yeah. that was it was a real. season two birthday boy sketch I wrote that was about like a conversation that was like all moist and panties and stuff. But then, yeah, Jeff was like, ooh, sedan. Oh, I thought that was, a, I thought they came out of the Jeff world. Anyway, I told someone recently, it could have been uh, well, Jeff, Sloppy Boys director. Sedan is a Jeff world thing. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I told so maybe I think it was John Haskell, the uh, Sloppy Boys music video director, mm-hmm. that Jeff has that issue with the word sedan. So next time he sees you, he might bring that up and you play along. God, I've noticed. I've noticed along. that he's been really careful not to say it in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the the backflips yeah. he's gone four through. Door, four door car. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Uber's almost here. It's a <laughs> Volkswagen. It's a Volkswagen four door. Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ, this barely got you out. You know how often we all say sedan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what's the actual booze news? Well, the end of the year, it's it's a uh, it's a time to be happy for the future, but then it's a time to be, is it not also? <laughs> sad for the past? <laughs> sad for the future. Sad want, for the future, too. I don't know my intro, but this is sad. I wanted to say that th- no. this month we lost... <laughs> Uh, uh, one of the greats, 104-year-old legendary bartender Harry Yee passed away this month. Oh. Uh, this came to us I from recognize the Discord. His name. I can't remember where, I can't um, remember what his, uh, what, 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 I was, I guessed B's knees, but I'm probably just conflating. Like, no, no, oh, yeah. you're thinking Harry Craddock. This is, or Harry McAlone. Harry Yee was the bartender at the Hilton Hawaiian Village in Honolulu, Waikiki. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he invented the Blue Hawaii, so we discussed ah. him in our Blue Hawaii episode, and we mm-hmm. went there, scoped it out. But um, I would say even more so than the Blue Hawaii, he, his his big claim to fame, he's the guy that took a little tiny umbrella and put it in the Yeah, tank. Yeah. Because they used to put time. him in the chicken, right? They used to stick him in the chicken? Yes. Yes. It, it was like, a, like a food thing. It was a food thing, and they like sold him in Chinatown or something, and he was like, hey, maybe we'll do this. He also put like uh, orchids cool. in tiki, tiki drinks and stuff. Nice. Um, Man, did so, you say he was 104? Yeah, he 104. passed on December 7th. Wow, 104. You, you don't expect someone living in the uh, bartending 
world to live so long because you, you figure that they're going to have some drinks and make it a part of their life. And we all know that is not good for health. But um, I watched the Today Show and they do like the Smuckers birthdays and they t- announce birthdays that are over, over 100. And for every single person, it's like they ask them what their secret to longevity is. And it's always like, have a pack a day. <laughs> you know, they always why do. Smuckers, why is Smuckers the brand on the the, the hundred year birthday? Because old no people idea. love preservatives. You know, oh, they, they, they love, preserve because yeah, they're well preserved. Just the idea of it, they're like, oh yes, interesting. I'll be preserved like a grape. <laughs> I was just here. I heard something about uh, Campbell's soup. Remember the Campbell's chunky soup ads where it was like the football players and like uh, Jerome Bettis. Mm-hmm. And like he would be there and his mom would come out and say, you got to eat, get eat yeah, your yeah. chunky soup to be. Well, every year they would do that with like a new player. And apparently, apparently, apparently kid. Uh, so apparently kid um, in the Madden football game, you can play like the chunky tournament game or something like that. And there, everyone has like chunky logos on their helmets and on their shirts and stuff. So it's just funny to think of like uh, chunky really got their foot in the door for soup. And football. Yeah, one of the great yeah. uh, brand tie-ins, much like Butterfinger and Bart Simpson. Yes, yes. A long-running symbiotic relationship. What was this thing? like, Butterfingers are neat, man. Neato. They're neato. No. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, we discussed candy bars at length over on the blowout. Oh, yeah. Just go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys. Um, you know what candy bar didn't come up? I've been keeping my eyes on the uh, candy bar section at uh, Rite Aid, and a bar that didn't come up on our podcast is uh, Fifth Avenue. I saw that the other day. Oh. Oh, yeah. Fifth Avenue. That's funny, because it's like Fifth Avenue in New York is like the Madison, like the nice, not Madison Avenue, that's so Yeah, street. I have a place there. But it's like, uh, it's like Tiffany's and nice oh, shopping, nice. so it's like, ooh, this is a nice candy bar. For so, me. Tim, for us, that'd be like Rodeo Drive. Thank you. I didn't know what Mike, what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> um, I did have a take five lately because I said, ooh, that's one that I didn't quite get my hands on. Oh, the pretzel It's dynamite. I get yeah. it. I get the hype. Uh, big take five fan, Nick Kroll. Oh, yeah. You, you sure, work sure. with Nick Kroll, you're going to have some take five sitting out on the writer's table. Hey, Nick, can I have one of these? Go ahead, Tim. You're a hell of a guy. Nice. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I have to uh, add to the booze news right now. I am in a hotel room. My my uh, connection isn't the greatest. I'm also on my headphones. I don't have a good uh, microphone here. So the audience is probably saying, why is Hanford sound so distant and terrible? Well, it's the headphone setup. It's the earbuds. And, I, well, and I, I'm going to try not to do this a lot. No. No. <laughs> Nasty boy. But I'm also getting from Tim. I'm getting Tim is like. On the screen here is frozen. He's blotchy and frozen. Okay, Jeff, you're you're clear, but you're moving uh, stuntedly, and sometimes the audio is going a little in and out. So if, I think if it's all probably of a sudden the same connection. Being, if something's being talked about, and I'll, and I'm not talking, it's probably because I can't hear you. Damn. Um, I think I'm probably just the same choppiness as Jeff, but I'm holding more still in the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, we're uh, experienced mm-hmm. podcasters Co- going into year three. We're used to podcasting under adverse conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's- when COVID happened, we didn't know. Like for the first time, you couldn't go out. You couldn't. You couldn't see the people uh, that you love. You know, you everyone was at home, and we had to make do when COVID was around. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, you had to. It was like uh, before COVID. <laughs> yep. Do you want to zoom? What are you talking about? Now it's zoom is a verb. Right. Yeah, now zoom. zoom is a verb. Usually, I'd be like, want to go zoom around in my Mazda. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Right. 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 Do you want to? Uh, yes. Zoom around the Mazda. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. There you go. When we started, Tim didn't even have a microphone. He but he managed to rig up half of a coconut and some paper clips. <laughs> yeah. And it's only in the past month did he uh, fix that problem. <laughs> Yeah, and then I made a coquito. Come on. Oh. Ooh. Possible drink of the year. Possible that was drink a good of the one. year. Really good one. Uh, it's a dessert as much as it is a cocktail, but yeah. come on. Yeah. You have to put a shitload more rum in there, I'm telling you. I'm surprised it took me this long for that to come across my desk, to borrow a phrase. <laughs> also, some, I heard somebody saying uh, they go whiskey and not rum in the coquito. Really? Who said that? Read it on the net. <laughs> I want you off of there, Jeff. You're getting a lot of bad ideas on there. <laughs> How else will I be radicalized? Yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. No, we don't need that. All right. That's it for Booze News. Yes. Wrap it up. <laughs> Great. I'm trying to turn my... I'm turning the Wi-Fi off on my phone. You think you're you're syncing the whole hotel's Wi-Fi with your phone? No, just in my room, though. Could be... Ah. Pulling it, pull it one way or the other. Either way, we do not need this type of crap right now. Okay, guys, it is the end of the year. It is a wonderful celebratory time. We've had mm-hmm. Christmas. We've had Christmas Eve, all the holidays, except we're headed toward, let us not forget, New Year's Eve, as was mentioned, not Ooh. to mention New Year's Day. Kind of a little bit of a champagne time of year. Would you not agree? <laughs> a sparkly I have, jubilee. I would have to agree with that sentiment. Uh, oh, yes. It, it's a good time for popping bottles uh, and kissing models. Or sabering. And, or sabering. And, and savoring, um, too. And savoring. savoring. <laughs> and uh, whether you're out at night celebrating or you're having that hair of the dog brunch uh, this is the time of year to get into the bubbly. And when we uh, said, what drink should we do now? We said, well, we've been saving a certain selection from the IBA cocktail list specifically for this type of occasion. And it is the champagne cocktail you've had. Mm, not, had. not had. Not had. You've heard. <clears throat> uh, no. No. Wow. What do you think of the name? Pretty basic, huh? <laughs> I think it is pretty basic. It's one of those things... I don't know what to expect. I mean, I've seen the, the list of ingredients. I know what to expect. You don't like champagne, so, so you should expect... <laughs> yeah, we see this coming a mile away. Your expectations away, should be low. I don't, like this, I don't like champagne, and the ingredients I got here, what I made do at the hotel, suck. So we <laughs> <laughs> would be like, what, tap water, mouthwash? <laughs> Are you going to be using a little plastic cup from the bathroom? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's not even plastic. It's, gonna, it's that paper cup thing. Perfect. Oh, and my God. Nice. I just got the stuff and I'm chilling it now in the little fridge that is not was not turned on, so now it's on. Oh, it's gonna be warm. <laughs> the fridge is just cooling down now. Wow. Beverage is getting cold along with the fridge. <laughs> yeah. I put everything in there though. Now, Tim, to me, when you say champagne cocktail, I think, oh, this is great. I'm getting it on the ground floor. This is the first of its kind. Maybe like the old fashioned. Would I be right in making that kind of assumption? Or would I be an 
a right ass. <laughs> um, a right jolly old ass. Getting in the ground floor is in the the origin of a thing, not in that it's new and it's just popping off. Because we've heard of many sh- many cocktails that use champagne, <laughs> but this is called the champagne cocktail. The 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 big original mama. You are on the right track, Jeff. But let me, more importantly, culturally, I feel like I need to paint a picture for you. Okay, I Ooh. love that. You ready to go along for a little ride? Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. With As pleasure. This pick. May 5th, hmm. 2014. The Standard Hotel, Highline, Manhattan, New York, New York. <laughs> Exiting an after party for the Met Gala, rapper Jay-Z, a.k.a. Ooh. Sean Combs, his wife Beyonce Knowles, and her sister Solange Knowles enter uh. the elevator. Cool, mm-hmm. calm, collected. Oh, boy. But the second the elevator door closes, it's another story altogether. Solange becomes crazed. She, be- she's- she begins to punch and kick Jay for making love to Becky with the good hair. Oh. Soon yeah. the surveillance video will be all over TMZ. And soon Beyonce would spin the tail into Grammy gold. But then something remarkable happens. A young comedy writer is in New York for the holidays, 2014, December of that very same year. Mm. And he's staying at that very same Highline Hotel. What? He rides the very same elevator where the incident took place. And he goes to the very same rooftop bar where the party had taken place. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) There's a dress code. And he's not allowed to wear his Nikes. So he gets by on a technicality wearing his big, fat, clumpy winter boots like a big fucking idiot (laughs) into a fancy bar. The room is giving glamour. Oh. Top of the standard is gorgeous. He goes to the restroom. He finds that the urinals Ew. are facing out the window with a breathtaking view of the Empire State City. Wow. Everyone can see is. Yeah, <laughs> with a certain uh, high caliber magnifying. Yeah, you need uh, two telescopes and you can see everything. <laughs> so, so you're, you're making fun of me for my dick looking small from a hundred stories. Up <laughs> yeah, 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 we are. <laughs> Wait, this is you? Oh, oh this whoops. is you, Tim. <laughs> Hold on, cut that out. Um, Eighteen million New Yorkers look up and say, "Ooh, that's a teeny little dick." Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, so, he, uh, uh, this the comedy writer who's in question here. He takes a glorious piss. As hot as it is yellow. And then he makes his way back to the elegant bar. He looks at the menu and a certain cocktail catches his eye. He looks up to the bartender and says, I'll have a champagne cocktail, please. Cut to Musso and Franks in Hollywood this very year, 2022. That young comedy writer has blossomed into a young comedy writer with gray sideburns. He's celebrating his mother-in-law's birthday. He looks at the menu and a certain cocktail catches his eye. He turns to the red-jacketed waiter and bellows, <laughs> I'll have a champagne cocktail, Jack. <laughs> Jack. And so, my friends, if you ask me today, have you had the champagne cocktail? I've had twice. <laughs> wow. It was me in the story. Wow. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Amazing! I had no idea you were at the same uh, hotel that Jay Z was once in. Right, Sean Carter. in the same elevator. Mm-hmm. Well, I, now I've seen that video. Well, we'll get back to the comedy writer in question. Yeah, but I've seen that video. Beyonce, I can't remember. Beyonce's there too. 
She's just watching just, it happen. She like stands in the corner. Bodyguards are breaking up and Beyonce knows what it's all about. So she's just standing there. Dang, what a crazy time. You got to imagine that she knows, not that there's cameras in the elevator, but just that she's got this sort of media training down, this publicity training down where publicity. she knows she's she's technically still in public and she can't react. Solange was um, not quite as groomed Did as we? Beyonce. So she's the one who lashed out, you right. see. Because Beyonce has, isn't there, there's a song lyric about like billion dollars in an elevator or whatever. And yeah, I do think it's like Solange isn't, wasn't quite as media trained, perhaps. Ah, the, uh, uh, there is a, there is a question on my mind for you two, which is. YouTube? Did we ever find out who Becky with the good hair is? Um, is that somebody yeah, who's just I, never been named or? It's people figured it out. I don't. I didn't know oh. her, but it's like some. <laughs> you didn't know her personally. Like, not personally. <laughs> I mean, I thought through the like five or six people I know, and it wasn't, it wasn't there. Like I don't know anyone named Becky, and uh, the ones people I do know don't have good hair. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, uh, it, historically, for this drink outside of just me and Solange. Um. Uh, remember, in our very first episode of this podcast, the Tom Collins, we talked a lot about legendary bartender Jerry Thomas. Uh, mm-hmm. His book mm-hmm. that came out in the 1860s is like the original like cocktail book where a lot of shit uh, was first mentioned. And Jeff, you're right. This is the champagne cocktail is in that book, uh, a, an early version of it that's very simple, doesn't mm-hmm. have the cognac and stuff. Um, and it's 1862, which was funny to me that they're like putting out a fun time cocktail book in the middle of the Civil War. But two decades later, bartender uh, Harry Johnson in New York kicks it up with a few more ingredients, and we get the classic champagne cocktail that is on menus to this day. Here is the IBA recipe. 90 milliliters chilled champagne. That's three ounces. 10 milliliters cognac. Third of an ounce. Two dashes Angostura bitters. Few drops of Grand Marnier. Optional. Hmm. One sugar cube. Here's the method. Place the sugar cube with two dashes of bitters in a large champagne glass. Add the cognac. Pour gently chilled champagne. <laughs> Garnish with orange zest and maraschino cherry. Great. I forgot the orange zest. Here's another problem I'm, I'm realizing that I have here at the hotel. I don't have any measuring stuff. So, well, two dashes and then how much champagne? I guess this fills the top with champagne and then a little splash there of... Uh, I can't wait to see what you come up with, man. It's going to be so funny. I'm going to go to the letter of the law, except I don't have the Grand Marnier. I I, I will do the Grand Marnier, and I like it with the Grand Marnier because it gives that that orangey glow. But mm. um, I don't have a sugar cube, so I'm just going to use a little bit of sugar in the bottom. But I will say what's cool about the cube is you notice that we didn't stir this up, right? So like the cube, when I had this at um, Musso and Frank, I really liked it. I think I have a video from it. Um, Ooh. I, the sugar the sugar cube sits in the bottom of the glass. It's got the, the bitters on it. And then you add the other stuff on top of it. So like that cube is kind of just sitting there. It exists at the bottom. Yeah, it's a sub And it's kind of giving little, uh, little bubbles. Yes. And then at the end, you have a little <laughs> dessert. Nice. Well, great. Uh, I can't wait to mix this up. Should we get to it? Yeah. yeah. Folks, we'll see you after the ads. Champagne cocktails in hand. <laughs> Looking good. Look at it. 
Look, oh, Hanford, look at that. <laughs> they put a little, uh, the cups here have little smiley faces on them. Cute. So you should up. smile more. I'm always telling you that, Mike. I say, hey, smile for me, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I do it. Well, here's one, too. <laughs> hey! This one, this cup has a little mustache on it, so you look like you Funny. have a mustache. Funny. Yeah. Fun. Oh, wait a second. Now, your guys, you're, this you're, is a, hold It's on. a Hampton Inn, Mike, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, When we were in, uh. Chicago, uh-huh. uh, playing a show in Chicago last year, we stayed at the Hampton Inn, and that was in the elevator. It's a funny hotel that does jokes. And remember, in the elevator, it oh, said yeah, yeah. it said "Awesome Sauce," <laughs> <laughs> just like for no reason on the wall. Awesome sauce, awesome sauce. <laughs> yeah, this is uh There's no jokes in this elevator yet, but uh, but there's mustaches on the cups. Hold on. I saw you got your drinks were sort of brown. Look at uh, here's what color my drink is. <laughs> Green? It's blue. Why? Oh wow. <laughs> what the hell's going because on? Because oh, curse. When out. I got my my champagne, I thought the glass was tinted blue, but it's uh, a blue champagne. The it's called Blanc de Bleu. <laughs> it's brute. Fancy. Okay. Well, and then but mixed with the uh, brown. Liquor, it's turned into yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> greenish. Uh, what kind of what kind of cognac do you do? Uh, it's over there. It's that like EVO or E E something. E and J. Yes, E and J. I got a little. I got a little Hennessy in there. How about that? Ooh. I got a little. That looks nice. I'm though. turning into a real Hennessy guy. Henny, as I like to call it. I love it. Henny. It was the only nip they had, the E and J, because uh, I was like, I don't want to bring more smart liquor back to my hotel room and fly <laughs> with it. All right, shall we sit? Yeah. I'll say, um, Jeff, yours looks really nice. I also went for not a champagne flute, but I built mine in like a coupe glass because I've seen, I've had the, it, it made like this a lot. But here was my one fatal flaw was I Uh-oh. really tried to pour that champagne softly to not disrupt the sugar and stuff. But I kind of oh. splashed it too hard and and it kind of all mixed up. But I don't really have like a a, a brown sugar bomb at the bottom like I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. I got maraschino cherry too. Didn't they suggest that? I'm gonna yes, do that. Yep. Yes, yes. Hold on. You, you keep talking. Um, Tim, this is another case where, like, when you make it to specs, now I have like a half full coupe glass. I feel like a fool. Right. You know? This should yeah. be a double. Yeah, or you need a little teeny little Nick and Nora for that. Mm. I got a big old boat of a glass. Not, not past that the halfway point. But hey, that's life. Oh, and I guess the reason for the champagne flute must be surface area, right? Much like the highball right. glass. Right. You want to keep the those bubbles trapped. Okay. Sips, Mike? Yes. Let's do it. Sips. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, should old acquaintance be forgot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If this is an acquaintance, I would happily forget it. Oh, really? Your green paper cup of bullshit? <laughs> Don't forget warm. Hmm. Um, hey, that just remembered that remembered me, reminded me of my definitive version of Old Lang Syne, which Jeff played at the end of this episode to play us out. People need oh, to hear no, that. That'll be that'll be nice. nice. I think it'll, it'll be a good, a it'll be a rousing New Year. Not a dry eye in the house. Now, Tim, do you think uh, when we see uh, fish on New Year's Eve? Jeff, you're of course invited, but we've learned that you unfortunately cannot make respectfully it. decline. Yeah, we'll be, Tim and I will be at MSG. We got a polite pass from Jeff. <laughs> do, you, do you think when they play uh, Auld Lang Syne, they'll be playing your version or the traditional version? 
Probably mine because you can jam it out a little bit. A four-old. Yeah, yeah. I kind of think so too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did last year and the year before, so why wouldn't they this year? So why wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, sorry. Uh, that was so formal when I declined. I know my my assistant reached out to you guys and was like, "Look, Jeff loves both of you guys. Yeah, like, so really sweet. would love to find the right thing yeah. someday, but this just isn't it. Isn't the <laughs> right the timing? Right, we'd love to. We'd love to right, find the right event event to attend, but this just isn't the one. <laughs> this right just now. Isn't to get it. the three of you guys together. Yeah, <laughs> we thought it was great. We're like, great. Actually, well, so we have a relationship with Jeff. Maybe this wasn't the thing, but we'll figure. But it out. she said, "Tiff, Tiff says hi." By the way, <laughs> Mike, yeah, when and you I, and I, I go to Madison Square Garden to see fish, mm-hmm. I don't know that I've actually I've been to Penn Station. I may have never actually been in the garden before. Can I expect that I'm going to bump into uh, Mark Messier, Patrick Ewing, some of the greats over the years? Brian they hang Leach. around and go, yes, yeah. They all have apartments in the, <laughs> under the ice. It's one of those weird technicalities. If you even play one game there, you get an apartment for life. Now, wait a minute, Tim. You've never went to a Rangers game? I, I was a Ranger fan. I, I My brother and dad were big Rangers fans, and I, I feel like my dad didn't want to deal with bringing us into the city. Like, mm-hmm. we went to – we hated the New Jersey Devils, but we went to Devils games because you could just, like, drive ah, to the Meadowlands. Yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. I feel like I probably even saw like the Rangers play the Devils. Now, uh, today, the, this episode is coming out the 28th, correct? Mm-hmm. Today, tonight, I'm going to see Fish tonight. What? I'm, Where? I'm what? Seeing, at the MSG, they're playing four shows, you know, leading into the New Year's. Wild. Cool. So I'm, they're doing 28th, 29th, 30th, and 31st. You Man. like that band, don't you? I'll be there. I've never done uh, more than one of these. I've, I've done one. Of the New Year's run before. A lot of big acts can fill the house in a case like that. Like uh, previously, we played two shows back-to-back at Subterranean in Chicago. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was Who could forget? We stayed at Hampton Inn and the elevator said Amazeballs. <laughs> awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. <laughs> same, same world. <laughs> same world. That's pretty fun, though, to... Uh, you know, maybe you go to a city and you could play the big giant place, but maybe you play the medium place and you play it a couple times. Yeah. That's a cool move. <laughs> yeah, the giant place being uh, MSG, the medium place being uh, subterranean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, now, don't get it twisted, Chicago fans. When we come on the tour in uh, April, we will not be playing subterranean this time. It didn't work out date-wise, but we're playing Beat Kitchen, the Beat Kitchen. And that's a Saturday night, folks. Oh, my God. So yeah, put on your dancing Chicago shoes. Chicago loves Beat Kitchen. It's, it's going to be perfect. Hey, if you didn't hear about this, we're touring the Midwest. Go to our socials and find out we're hitting your city. And when we say Midwest, we weirdly include Atlanta and uh, New Orleans. And stuff. <laughs> New Orleans. Why not Memphis? We haven't really looked Those at a map. Bonus. We're not geographical <laughs> guys. Um, well, you got to you got to call it something. That's true. And for the hometown fans uh, in LA, we're going to be playing in Highland Park. Um, at the Lodge Room with Don't Stop or We'll Die on January 26th. Check that and out. And Townland. Get out to that show. And Townland. Uh-huh. Townland. Matt Gorley. Holy shit. We've played there before. That is a fun room. It is a lively room. It is sounds good. So, folks, you come to that, you're going to have a little fun. And uh, we don't mind being the purveyors of that fun. Now, last time we played there. In fact, we, we step out on st- <laughs> yeah. We step out on stage last time. Wait a minute, Tim. Watch what story you're telling here. Might make one of us look bad. We'll see you by the end of the story. We'll revisit. The, huh. crowd, is, the crowd is hungry. 
The, yeah. the, the mood is right. We step on the stage, there's a roar of the slob heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jefferson Dunn sits at his drums, gets a little splashy Ooh. in the cymbals. Nah, Tim Galbag slings on his app and starts tuning oh, up. He's, he's, he's dialed in. Assured, confident. Mike Hanford drops his bass onto the floor. <laughs> Guns drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Hanford puts the bass on. One of the, uh, one of the fasteners uh, for the strap was... Not attended to correctly by him, and it fell off. <laughs> All the slop heads go silent, hands clapping over their ears from the loud bass thong. It's, you know, you never like to do that. Tim doesn't see this. Tim launches into the first song. We play the whole song, and only at the end does Mike say, Tim, did you see my bass fell off? <laughs> did you see? Um, that is uh, not a fun thing to do. And it's especially not fun when you're <laughs> borrowing the bass from uh, Paul Rust, who's just in the wings watching. <laughs> My base, oh, <laughs> you fool! Well, if there's ever anyone who's not a picky gearhead, it's Paul Rust. He knows, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can fling a base around. <laughs> he and I have passed bases between each other before, and uh, no real, no real care for how it's uh, handled. Um, this drink does was stink. Was uh, hey, I like it. I, well, I'll save that save for it final for thoughts. final thoughts, dude. Right. But I like Angostura, so I'm enjoying sure. the drink, right? But I said to myself, Tim, this is familiar. What is it? What does it remind you of that we've had on the pod? And then it hits me something worse but similar, mm. something bad oh. but similar. The Sealbach. Remember uh, that? Remind me what's in that. Yeah, I'm going to block that out. It was a universally despised drink by us that I brought back from Louisville. And it's champagne with bourbon in it, but it also oh, yeah, has yeah, Cointreau yeah, yeah. and bitters, so it has an orangey bitters thing going on. Oh, this is uh-huh. very similar then. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so d- d- does Seelbach has champagne? Um, yes, but it's got an ounce of bourbon. So, okay. you know, this is gentle with the cognac, uh, uh, th- and that's kind of a harsher thing. And I loved it when I had it at the Seelbach Hotel, but then when we had it in LA, I said, this is not an order again. <laughs> Yeah, these both taste like, or that drink and this both taste like something that you'd stumble upon as an eight-year-old at your grandma's, and not the grandma that you go to to see all the time, the other grandma. It just has sort of like a foreign, mature, out-of-reach taste that I yeah, yeah. still don't love. It's, uh, uh, I, you know, I can't, I'm having a tough time judging this because it's, uh, it's the, such a weird situation, but I don't think I would like this drink anyway. Do you have bitters in there, Mike? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and I got some sugar from the, uh, the little coffee area here at the hotel. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Um, you did pretty well. I got it. I got this. Yeah, I, you got more stuff than I thought you were going to get. That's Because initially, you know what I said initially? I'm just not going to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Took a little Sitting cajoling out. on the group chat to get you out to the one liquor store. put in front of me. I don't want to do it. Adawada. <laughs> now... Uh, given the circumstance, how do you make this into a drink that you do like? I'll say this. What's really working for me is the Grand Marnier. Mm-hmm. So I I do like the tradition of champagne with a little thing plopped in it, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's a Cur Royale or whatever. I would say, folks, if you're just having champagne and if you have like Cointreau or Grand Marnier around, just give a little. That's nice. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think we should do a round two. Yeah. Um, I think my uh, this is actually good for my COVID, probably just Ooh. the bubbles. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't have Grand Marnier, but I do have Cointreau, and I will add a splash. Nice. And I'll report back. My round um, two is going to be 
ice. I'm gonna. I got the ice machine right next to my room. Smart. I'm gonna put some ice in this thing. Cool. You're gonna need um, it. My round two is gonna be the same thing. But before we get there, I wanted to check in with you guys and just ask if you had a good Christmas. Oh yes, yes. Christmas yes. was fantastic. Spent with loved ones. Mm-hmm, same. I will have uh, had a good Christmas. And how was the sentiment? Top notch. <laughs> it was right there. Best of the year, baby. It was right there. Um, because I wanted to tell you guys something, which was oh. I. So I had a great Christmas, and I so I watched this this TV special that was like this vintage TV special. It was a cartoon. No shit. And it was so good. It was called Frosty the Snowman. And yes. right. have you seen that? Yeah. The hat, um, he's his hat. The and the magician right. runs him around. Yeah. Yep. Right. So there's, you mentioned the hat um, and then the, the magician and then. Um, Magician's name Hinkley or something. He had a funny name. Yeah. Hinkley is, I think, an assassin. Yeah. He was anyway. sort of an assassin. Yeah. I'm just trying. I'm trying to remember everything about uh, Frosty because I loved this character so much. Um, I was trying to remember every uh, aspect of him that I loved the most, and I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the he had that magic hat, and Professor Hinkle, whole- right? And then there was that, of course, Hinkle, and um, um, it's it's escaping me right now. But do you know what um? What kind of uh, cob pipe he had? Wait, hold I on. I can't really remember what type of cob pipe uh, Frosty. Geez. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know there's, yeah. a, there's uh, a young man out in the world who, oh. I, uh, Jeff, hit it. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yep, I know. It's corn! That's the kind of cob pipe that Frosty had! And he had a button nose! It's corn! That's the kerneled kind of pipe and eyes of coal! And don't forget the magic hat! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was corn. Oh, it's corn. Okay. Oh, it was corn. It's corn. It's corn. Yeah. Oh, I, God, I almost said it. You, there might be some kid online who knows about it, but it wasn't a kid at all who sang that. That was me. He was an adult man, yeah. <laughs> you, I get that, okay. <laughs> yeah. God. So it's corn, folks. And it wasn't so obsessed with what was um, the kind of cob. You also cover all the major attributes of Frosty, the coal eyes and the button mm-hmm. nose. Coal you eyes, still get all those. And that's yeah. good. Yeah. And two coal eyes eye. made out of coal. And two eyes made out of snow. <laughs> yeah. Snowy the coal man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the problem when you're making a snowman and you give them eyes of snow, they don't really pop. <laughs> yeah, they'll pop out. That's why they started using coal and corn and carrot. All right. Enough um, of whatever this is. Thank you. Let's do a second round and we'll come back here and we'll discuss our final thoughts. Real, well, quick question, since we're, since we're talking about snowman. Have you ever seen out in the real world a good snowman? Yeah, make them all the time. A really like that one that's just like lumpy long? and shitty and Mike. I'm like the snowman guy. Damn, I, I just never really have come across. One. I'd roll but, up one of those dudes, three ball style tonight. 
three balls. I would always be the kid who like wanted to make a T-Rex, but then never could. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Nobody's doing the uh, the Calvin and Hobbes version. Mm. Jeff, you seem like the kind of kid where when you're at the beach, you were really intent on that sandcastle. All the other kids are playing around the water and you're slaving <laughs> away. I'll, I'll tell All you. All the other kids are showing off their muscles to each other and you're like, ah! <laughs> One time I went to the beach. This is, must have been like junior high or something. And my buddy and I were like, let's just dig a hole. Let's just dig a hole. And, and, we, we, and we dug a hole so deep that the lifeguards came around and said, you can't do that. You got to fill that back in. And we were like, no, man, it's cool. It's, it's like natural. It's like just like a hole. And he said, yeah, the beachcomber is going to fall in it. You, you got to fill oh, in yeah. this hole. No, it's cool, man. It was like five feet deep. We had like spade shovels. Did it start getting wet down at the bottom? Or was it that deep that it was yep. wet? Yeah. Woo. yeah. Nice. I, I did a, my uh, neighbors, we had a neighbor who was my brother's age, you know, two of them, they one summer afternoon just like started digging a hole in one of the sandboxes, I think in our neighbor's yard, and uh, they went down and down and we all came over, I walked over and said, yeah, what's this big hole? <laughs> we, we dug a hole. In the sandbox? Just in the sandbox, as far as they down as they could go. That's funny because you start digging in the sandbox and eventually you hit dead grass. Yeah, and they, went, they kept going. And you keep going. All right. Well, folks, why don't you digest all of that, and then uh, we'll come back here and we'll talk about our final thoughts. It's sand. And we're back with our final thoughts. Well, let's just t- let's discuss these variants, these round twos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I put ice in mine, and, and the, the machine gave. Uh, was well, crushed ice, more kind of like a cracked ice. Oh, the machine is giving crushed. I did right, a more, little more drinkable, colder, but not good. I did a little uh, half ounce Cointreau. A halfer. This is pretty solid. Better. Oh, better. better but but better. will it snatch the champagne cocktail from the fiery jaws of fate? From the crypt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I did because I, I liked the first round. This time I was just curious about what it would be like to have champagne just with a splash of Grand Marnier in there. Mm. And uh, first I put a little splash and it was not enough because I've got, I have Corbel. So this is like bad champagne. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. that's no yeah. good. But then I, then I just added more Grand Marnier and now it's too much and now it t- tastes bad again. So I, I, uh, my variation has been has been a bust. Isn't it funny when you're a kid, like you hear Corbell so much because they advertise a lot, mm-hmm. so you think it's the good one, <laughs> and then when you become an adult, you realize the stuff that's like the most advertised and the most available yeah. is actually yeah. not the best. <laughs> There's a well, reason like Ferrari doesn't put on uh, TV ads. <laughs> Remember the Corbell, Corbell commercial with the drinking out of the the high heel mm-hmm. shoe. It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, a, a guy. It's like a '90s commercial. This couple is making out after a, like a fancy date, and uh, he takes off her shoe, high heel shoe, fancy shoe, pours champagne in it, takes a sip, being all sexy, and he goes, <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "The champagne is not Corbell." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You got a foot fungus, babe. It's, it's one for the ages, though. Babe, I love you, it. you fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you got Ooh. fungus. You need tough acting tenactin. <laughs> it's a tenactin commercial. They should have done a crossover with those little like gremlins that go under the toes. You know those guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Nasty Nasty boys. boys. You know what worked on me, though, was Grey Poupon. And I don't think, oh, it, yeah. um, I don't think there's That's a fancier a mustard out there. Grey Poupon. To date. It was. Really good. I, you know what I had recently? Like a little jar of 
Coles mustard, that like ancient original mustard. It's good. Hmm. But that's uh, life. Well, uh, I'm going to I'm going to begin my thoughts. Okay. This <laughs> is uh maybe good if you know, it's the end of the year. There's a lot of uh celebrating going on. And if somebody hands you one of these, I'd say go ahead and take a sip. Yeah. But in general, I think this is uh, not a Stone Cold classic. Don't and I, I, I dare say it's not an order again, and it's a skipper. Like, not Skipper Bill. <laughs> yeah. What about the character on Gilligan's Island? Yes. Got it. It's him. <laughs> See, now I do think it's a skipper, but a Skipper Bill. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yes, this for me is, we understand, I've not given it the best shot here. Uh, now, my usual response would be, you know, next time I'm at the the standard high line, I should go up to that area and say, give me one of those drinks that Tim had all those years ago, the champagne cocktail. But you know what? I'm not going to waste a a drink out. You know You're getting I mean? a martini there. You go there, you get a martini. Admit it. I get a martini. I get something I know I like, and I want to have the best of it. This, you know, champ- I don't like champagne. I don't like the taste of it. So that. I get no kick from champagne. No, hey. no. So this is a pass for me. You both, sorry, you both are such martini guys. When we went to Tama, I was surprised both of you, no hesitation, martini. Yeah, I just. Uh, it's the king of the drinks. I'm doing, I mean, if I'm getting a big piece of beef, a uh, ribeye or a prime rib, it, it's kind of mandatory to have a martini to cut right through it. And I'll tell you what. Uh, round <laughs> you used two, to cut the steak. <laughs> yeah, 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 he pours it right on the thing. Round two, you guys were uh, you guys were getting beers. Jeffy had black and tans. Mike had a Smithwick's. So I was like, I guess I'll get beers with the boys. So I had a, a, a Guinness, and I came home that night, and I was like, why did I have all that Guinness? Oh, I was so full. No. Rolled in the door. Oh. Yeah, I guess like oh. you want bang for your buck if you're eating a big old protein. You want you don't want a ton of volume. No, yeah. you want it shrunk down. And you want it crisp and cold, and it's gonna cut right through. <laughs> I don't even know what that means cut through. Think about it. You think know about your steak. Your steak is yeah. in your stomach, it, whole, one big piece, and then yeah. you have such a cold martini, and it's so small and compact that it. It's yeah. like a diamond. Cut right <laughs> it comes flying down the esophagus and then <laughs> right through the steak. <laughs> Precision incision. <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess that is you happening shit down it there. all out. <laughs> and you shoot it out. Precision. Shing. Sharp shard. <laughs> At your toilet. All right, Tim, your final thoughts, please. Did you give them? Uh, delicious. Order again. My one tip would be, you know, there's this, this comes up a lot. What is a dash? You know, you're dashing with your dasher, mm-hmm. with your Angostura. Do you do a yeah. big dash? you do a small dash or whatever? This is a drink, folks. It's two dashes, but make them small dashes because I do think that Angostura bitters, I love them. I mean, I love the Trinidad Sour, but- it, too much bitters in this drink take, steals the elegance and put makes it a little bit sharp and uh, ooh, ooh steals elegance. the elegance. That sounds St- yeah, that's great. Stolen valor going on here. So you want to keep this more of a orangey cognac-y champagne drink. Yeah, yeah drink it out of an orange peel even. But it's great and it's good for me. I don't get too amped on champagne. New Year's Eve, you want to drink champagne. I really only like like expensive Long. champagne that I can't afford, so I don't yeah. buy it. And so if you have Corbell, do this. If if you can spend $100 on champagne, get some of that 
you know, Moet or Vouve Clicquot or whatever. That's so fucking good. I love that shit. I've only had it like five times, but it's amazing. Yeah, folks, if you're twisting the cap off, uh, you didn't get the right shit. Yeah, if, if you got no punt, you don't have the good stuff. <laughs> this, this, has, this has a little punt. If you got no punt, your champers are runt. <laughs> well, uh, the liquid in my paper cup is starting to... <laughs> melt through? Melt, bleed through, so Jeff, it might be time to wrap up this, <laughs> That's our this little gig. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. And hey, if you can't get enough boys, saunter on over to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys and unlock that bonus episode, that bonus weekly episode, The Sloppy Boys Blowout, where we talk about the shit we really care about. Like, for example, this week we're discussing 2022's best thing. Oh, hell yeah. And if you want to get your fingers working on that keyboard of yours on your computer or uh, cell phone, hop on over to the sloppyboys.com and check out the apparel selection. Ooh. Fine threads for those... For the new year. For those shoulders. Yeah. From shoulder to waist, uh, buy a t-shirt with haste. <laughs> yes. And buy two, <laughs> if you want. If there's more than one of you <laughs> in your household. Yes. Fill up your cart with t-shirts. Hit checkout. You get the shirts. You get the shirts. Right. Put in your credit card number. It's like the main thing. Tweet us yeah. your credit card number. <laughs> and don't just... A lot of people do this and they complain. It was, hey, and the shirts never came. They just wave their credit card in front of their computer. No, no, nope. no, 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 that's no, a big no. N-O from the hand man. You got to type in them out. Type that's out a big bowl of wrong. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Bye. A four-old, a four-old, a four-old,